Hi, I'm Christopher with The Digital, and today we're joined by Alyssa and Travis, two marketing strategists with our company. And today's topic is how to optimize content for SEO. Um, who wants to start? Um, I guess I will. So it depends on how, uh, if the content's a pre-existing piece of content or if you're writing new content. Um, so in terms of writing new content, I mean, I guess the principles are the same, but in terms of writing new content, you'd obviously start in a different place. You do uh, conduct keyword research. Um, you want to think about your product, your business, your service, and why do people need that? Why are people looking for, for you? And what problem does it help? Like, what problem do you help people solve? And what unique features does your product or business have? And so you just brain dump these questions. Um, and once you get those questions out on paper, um, just do some searches, just do some basic Google searches to see if people are actually looking for that kind of stuff. And then you can find things that are tangentially related to that um, and come up with other questions. So that's just like kind of the basics of doing keyword research. So you start there, find what keyword you want to target. Um, and you know, for example, if you're a, if you are an HVAC company and you provide an HVAC service, uh, you may want to target AC company, AC services, AC installation, but also longer tail keywords. Um, you know, how to keep your home cool or is my AC broken? That kind of stuff. Um, and then like, I'm, I'm going way deep here. So <laughs> if you guys want to jump in at any point, go for it, but I'm talking foundation and those are the bare basics. So you just want to make sure that you're targeting the right keywords and attracting the right audience with those terms. Yeah, Alyssa, I think you did a great job um, kind of explaining the upfront research you do. I think one of the important things is to know what articles you're writing and if uh, a certain question or topic deserves its own article or should be part of one larger article. Mm -hmm. How about you, Travis? How do you approach... Um, optimizing content for SEO. I think that also kind of piggybacking off of what you both said is that you, if you're, especially for service, the services that you offer, you need to ensure that you are targeting a keyword that people are actually searching for. So uh, a lot of people have um, elaborate terms for what they use um, or what they do as their service. So, um, a lot of times those terms won't be phrases that people are searching for uh, to find your service. So making sure that you do your research to target the keywords that people are actually searching for is, is also very important. That's a great point. I mean, I have a, uh, one of my clients is a biochemical company and they sell chemical reagents. And I mean, the layman's very likely not going to be searching for that, but you need to, you need to think about your business and the technical jargon, but also the opposite end of the spectrum and people that just need the service or the product or that promise of transformation. And you need to put yourself in the customer's shoes and think about what they actually would be searching in terms of short and long-term keywords. So good point. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, so, so let's get nerdier because I know we as a company, um, you know, this, this will appeal to some people more than others, but we as a company get really nerdy when how we approach the content layout, what topics are going to appear on the 
within the article as well as the content life. For example, we don't just say, okay, each article needs to be 600 words. We, you know, base our content life um, based on the average of the you know, 10 article, top 10 articles um, for that particular subject matter. So, um, yeah, who wants, to, who wants to start explaining some of the nerdy uh, aspects of how we approach this? So one thing I like to do is to see what else Google is recommending for some of these keywords. So um, some pro tips is to check the bottom of the search results for the frequently, or I guess not frequently asked questions, but the people also ask um, kind of mm -hmm. terms at the bottom. Um, True. And comparing the options there with the original search. So you can find common terms and common uh, things that Google relates to that terms. Yeah, and when you do that, you can build kind of like a cluster of ideas and topics and eventually build a pillar that you can point to your main goal, your service page or the main product page. And so what I like to do is I like to spy. <laughs> I like to look at the competitors' websites to see, you know, I make searches that are similar to the keyword that I'm uh, wanting to target. And I just dive into the top, usually the top five uh, blogs or pages that come up with that key term to see what unique features are on that page, how many words are on that page, uh, how it's laid out, if there's schema, if there's videos, if there's like what type of images, infographics, how many internal links. I just really like to pick through what the competitors are doing and understand you know, what I can do to one-up them essentially and get higher in the ranks. Yeah, yeah, a similar approach on my end. I like to, uh, I don't really look at the top 10. Uh, I, I probably look at the top five like you do. Um, what schema do they have on their articles that might make sense for us to have on our article? Um, what is the average um, amount of words they've written around the topic? On average, how many different um, subheadings do they have? So, you know, making an article nice and easy to read by chunking the information into, you know, different H2s and H3s. Um, so by looking at people already ranking, you know, the, maybe the top five articles, that kind of serves as a guide for, you know, what I need to be. Uh, you know, if, if the average content length is 2,000 words, I'm probably not going to beat them by writing an article that's 600 words. Um, so, I, you know, I want an article that's on par Informative uh, from an information perspective, um, and quality, and that hopefully ends a user's search intent. Another thing that I think about personally is the competition, like the actual domain authority and the branding of who I'm competing against. So if I'm writing an article about SEO and um, I type in my keyword that has to do with SEO, I, if I see Neil Patel is ranking number one and Moz and SEMrush and essentially all of these marketing leviathans that I very likely won't be able to topple in the ranks, I find something that's tangentially related uh, or synonymous to the key term and maybe like lower search volume, sure, but just want to make sure that you have a chance to actually rank. So, yeah. So I have a question based on that. If 
if you feel like you can't rank for an article topic, are there times when you would still advocate for us for uh, for us to write an article on that topic for a client? I would build a cluster cloud. Like I would build a cluster of synonymous keywords, write about the topic in depth, build those articles, and then eventually start trying to to land the higher volume keyword. So it's it is a long game, definitely. But SEO is a long game. Like that's SEO and a whole so maybe you guys have a faster approach i i tend to think that if it is informative and important i don't consider the difficulty because if it is a quality post it is going to rank for more than just that keyword hopefully um so you mm-hmm. might snag up some unintended long tail keywords that you weren't optimizing for um, but still brings value to one your users and also Google for topical relevancy and also some search traffic. Cool. So any other um, thoughts about how you would optimize content for SEO? Maybe some um, aspects that we put on a website um, or an article to help um Search engines and readers, like a, a table of contents, uh, is something um, that's useful to readers and search engines that we like to add to articles. Anything else maybe that um, anyone listening might uh, benefit from hearing? Yeah, so if you're, oh, Travis, I saw you you're dive fine. in or start to, I sorry. Was, I was just gonna say, um, from, from my research, some of the important on-page aspects are the title tags, which is what shows up in the little tab uh, on top of your screen and also what shows up in the search results. Um, And having that match your number one heading on your blog post or page. Um, And then having related phrases in other headings um, is also helpful. Adding bullet points uh, to your main content as well as um, linking to other um, related topics and having those whatever text that you link be uh, relevant for your keyword as well. Travis, to piggyback off of what you were saying, um, yeah, establishing your headings and making sure it's relevant and answers the question uh, that the readers are asking and wondering. Uh, Google's mission is to provide value to to people and they value high value content or informative content so just make sure that your headings or your meta titles and your meta description accurately describes your actual article uh, and make it salesy make it catchy you know make people want to know what's going on in the article Um, so that's your uh, that's your hook that's how you get attention to people Um, that's how you draw people to the site. So once you're in the article, make sure you tie in the main keyword into the main heading, the H1, uh, add the keyword into subheadings or H2s, H3s, etc. cetera. Uh, mind keyword density too. So Google, if you use your keyword too often, it might seem or it will seem unnatural and Google does not like that. It will take that as you trying to quote unquote cheat 
and it's kind of unethical in Google's eyes. So you only want like a keyword density of one to 2%. So for every 100 words, put the keyword in there naturally one time, don't stuff it in there because you'll shoot yourself in the foot. Um, so don't play dirty, just one to 2% keyword density. Um, and also mind for that specific keyword, pay attention to the frequency that you, to which you use it on the site throughout the site, because you don't want keyword cannibalization, um, which in essence, you'd just be working against yourself, trying to outrank your own content. If you consistently, uh, target the same keyword over and over and over in multiple articles. So that's something else that I, I think about. So what about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, so I think for the average person, uh, maybe not use, utilizing a tool, it could be really difficult to uh, kind of calculate the average um, uh, word count for you know the articles um, on page one, uh, the average subheading count, uh, as well as keeping track of uh, keyword density, um, thinking of using variations on the keyword. Um, natural language um, keywords that you know kind of help with ranking. Um, uh, you know, it, it can it can get. I mean, I know on our end, these are things we look at, and we we really track carefully um, to make sure that we write an article that at the end of the day follows Google's guidelines. Um, ranks well within Google, but also speaks to real humans um, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, we need to convert. Uh, Travis, anything else that you would add? I think we touched on most of the important things. I think we get a lot a lot nerdier here that we'll lose a lot of people and without our pricing tools and, and those kind of things, I think we're... Yeah, but I mean, there's some some people who might be listening out there who are ambitious like us, who you know have to start somewhere and then really want to dive deep and learn about you know keyword density, um, and the amount of H twos and schema um, things we look for when writing um, killer articles. All right, well, thank you both for joining me and uh, helping explain some of the things we look for when optimizing content for SEO. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Cool. Thanks. Thanks.